you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And my guest today is Barb Hawken. And she is going to talk to us about menopause and some other issues around that. And I'm going to welcome Barb. And um, I'm going to ask her to kind of give a little more in-depth introduction of herself. Tell us a little more about herself. Hey, Susan. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here today. Yes, I am a mom of four sons, been married almost 29 years this Saturday, if we make it. That's what we always say. (laughs) um, Have been into fitness since I was 17. The bug just kind of hit me. So lifelong kind of anti-ager and fitness person my whole life. And I did take eight years off in my 40s to homeschool my kids when they were little. Then at 47, I said, oh, I'm joining the gym. I'm getting my body back in shape, which I'm so glad I did before menopause. Took me over a year because I struggled with eating enough, which a lot of my clients do as well. So once I figured out to really eat a lot more, my body became sculpted within months, which was pretty happy and awesome because it's a lot of hard work. And then I started my business three years ago. I help other menopause gals, perimenopause to postmenopause, just kind of get through this season of change and get their body sculpted, any desired goal that they might have through fitness and nutrition. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of reasons to um, to get more involved in um, in working our bodies and and especially the the weight weight bearing um, exercise. So that's um, I know with women, and I'm gonna, so this this podcast is probably going to be more women focused than. Than normal. I usually try and make them for both, but um, menopause is one of those things. I mean, men have their own. What is it? Andropause, I think it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but um, people don't seem to talk about that as much as they do menopause. Um, so maybe we can start by talking about um, about kind of baseline. What? <clears throat> excuse me. What should people i'm assuming it it is it actually applies to men as well what sort of um, exercise and weight training and things like that should they should they be doing right well it does start you know if you are in your 20s obviously you should always start any weight bearing exercise to build strong bones and muscles and to keep yourself healthy um, and eat a nutritious, non-processed food diet. And as you get into your 30s, continue that. 
Because once you enter your 40s, men included, we, especially men, actually, now that you brought it up, they really start losing muscle in their legs. You can tell in their 40s, we all slow down a little bit, just different systems in our bodies. So it's the weight-bearing exercise that will combat any estrogen imbalance when we go through menopause, even starting in perimenopause for women. Um, it's that lack of estrogen, and then you lose muscle mass predominantly in the legs, the upper butt. So that can, you know, go hand in hand with posture problems. And as you get into postmenopausal, then you lose bone density. So we know that just weight bearing exercise versus swimming. Swimming is great for, you know, cardiovascular, but it won't help, uh, you know, ward against osteoporosis. And so you want weight bearing, meaning Strength training is the best at least three days a week. Progressively lifting heavier men and women. It's the same. You should really train the same, not meaning the same exact exercises, but you should definitely uh, weight train for sure. Okay. Okay. So do you, out of curiosity, do you have something like on your website or, or, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. Barb Hawk and well, yes, Barb Hawk and wellness.com. It's all about what I do, how I help, Women, since I am menopausal, uh, women's coach, I only do help women. Um, sometimes it's the men in their life that really don't understand what's happening <laughs> to their wives. Um, and it can be kind of a shock because a lot of gals don't, don't know it's happening either. And it does happen so quickly can be kind of stressful on the marriage, especially the lack of libido, which happens with women because of the loss of estrogen. And if they're not on bioidenticals, or even if they are, because sex starts in the brain, so it's kind of a decision. But it can be really stressful, obviously, um, on a marriage, because it's the man's number one need is sex, no duh. Yeah. And so it can be really stressful. So that communication, you know, needs to be hopefully talk through with the husband and wife as she's going through it. And the men do need to have a little extra bit of patience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's, that's true. Yes. <laughs> Always lots of fun to go through that, that period of time. Yeah. Um, I won't get into that, but <laughs> at least not from a personal basis. Yeah. Um, so, then, okay, is it possible to to work, how can I say this, to actually gain back if you've already started down that, that um, osteoporosis, osteopenia, you know, yeah. down that slippery slope? Yes. Well, because all the scientific studies prove that anytime you do weight train, right, progressively heavier, um, there's a lot of many different studies show that, yes, you can then build back bone density. Um, maybe not to when you were 30, obviously, but get it stronger. As long as you are continually to work out, as soon as you stop, then, of course, the building of the bones will not you know, keep strengthening yeah. either. So yeah, you can change your body. I don't know about your viewers, but if anyone has ever watched Dick Van Dyke train in the gym, he's an absolute monster. He's amazing. Very extremely inspirational and motivational because he's in his nineties. He's never had any kind of formal training 
but he goes to failure on every single lift, which is really what you want to do. I mean, you can't teach that. He's just, he's well known, believe it or not, in the strength and conditioning world as someone to like, wow. I mean, these are the people that I'm talking about. My friends who are strength, elite coaches are like, oh yeah, Dick Van Dyke. It's amazing. Because again, <laughs> usually it's the time. I mean, I'm a power lifter, right? I'm a state uh-huh. record holder. Yeah. And, and my coach is a three-time world record power lifter. Okay. These are like tough, <laughs> tough dudes. And they're like, oh yeah, Dick Van Dyke is amazing because again, no formal training. So to teach, so like for me to teach a client to grind it out, to really get her to get to the intensity that I need her to get to, because she's told me she wants to build muscle. And so if you're just doing eight, 10 pounds, okay, continuously, your body won't change. Your body is just going to kind of laugh at you. You have to put it under constant stress. It's pressure. It's like a diamond. But to teach that is a bit challenging. And so even though I train online, my clients, and they send me videos, so I see that what they're doing. And yeah. I can tell them nine times out of ten, okay, you need to go up a weight. Or I ask them, how did that feel? Look kind of easy for my – and they'll say, oh, yeah, it was easy. Because getting a woman to lift heavier is a challenge because she thinks, oh, I don't want to get hurt. I'm like, well, your form is perfect. So you're not going to get hurt. Right. You you just won't be able to lift it, which is cool. You you lift a failure. And so to teach that is challenging. And that's why Dick Van Dyke is kind of famous, not for his comedic routine, which we all like, but really in the strength and yeah. condition, because he's doing what you're supposed to well into his 90s. He just goes to the gym and just hits it hard and leaves. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I had never heard that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Wow, huh? I'll have to. There, there must be. Are there are there videos about him? Not online? very. Actually, not very many. Because again, you know, okay. it's kind of like you can imagine if you're in your 90s, you really don't really yeah. care about what's happening. On he does have a social media. Actually, I've tagged him once. Like, but of oh, course. Really? He tagged me. I don't, I really doubt he really cares about. Yeah, I was doing something and I tagged him just to kind of say, Hey, if you, you know, are interested on watching really how someone should work out, look at Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Cause if you go on his Instagram, you'll see a, a few pictures of him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't okay. wanting someone to film him in the gym, but there's a few pictures. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to go look for yeah, that. Yeah, for I'll sure. have to go look for that for sure. Um, Interesting. Okay. So, so when you say there may be a lot of people listening, you know, and or watching, cause I do post a video. Um, why don't you give a little short explanation of what working out to failure is? So, right. So working out, you don't have to work out to failure. When I say that some people do, um, uh-huh. and as a power, I'm a power lifter. I don't teach or I don't coach power lifting. But that's just something that I personally, I picked up when I was 51. I had never worked with a barbell before, but I wanted to. So in powerlifting, as an example, we go to maxes. You max out twice a week, okay? So it could be a three rep max, could be a five rep or 12 rep. So you're going really to absolute failure. Like I cannot, if it's a three rep max, I can't lift a fourth rep which means, oh, that was kind of hard, or it doesn't mean that, or, you know, it was sort of hard. It was flipping hard, right? I literally was struggling, like, on a squat to stand back up. 
So that's a max. And that's why I only work out four days a week, 45 to 60 minutes. That's it. Okay. And keep my body in really good shape doing that. But that's one way of working out. You don't have to do that to, you know, to be in good shape, to be healthy. You don't have to do that at all. It's really what is going to make you be consistent. So it comes down a lot of people. Oh, they get really overzealous. Oh, I'm going to hit the gym five days a week. You know, and then after a while, it's down to three days. Okay, well, gosh, you're not consistent anymore, you know, and that's why you're not getting, you know, the results. And if you haven't changed your diet base because you told me you were doing five days, now you're doing three days, now you're eating all this food. So guess what? You're not, if you wanted to lose weight, probably not losing weight, and you're not sculpting your body, you still have the, the belly fat, okay? And so that's troubling. So what I tell people, you have to work out and do something that you be consistent. Having a program designed specifically for you is the best. That's what I do because you have weaknesses. We all do. I can tell you already your hamstrings are weak, your triceps are weak, your glutes are weak. Okay. That's why you have lower back pain, you have knee pain because these muscle imbalances because as humans, our quads, the front of our legs will take over for everything. Okay. We're, we're, we're homo sapiens, two legged. So we only have two legs. And so we will let them, even when we squat, even when we walk, we go upstairs, our quads will do everything. Our hamstrings are really weak, leads to back, back to really bad posture and low back pain because our whole torso also is weak, not just the abs. We think about the 360 degree torso that goes around. Think of where your core is, but it includes your back also it needs to be very strong. Mm. No, that all, that, that all makes a lot of sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. So if if someone does want to start, mm-hmm. right, um, is it is it best to find someone like yourself or someone you know like you that's in their neighborhood or at their gym or whatever to to um, work with them? Is it something that that they can that they once they get started going that they can then continue to do it on their own? Or is it, you know I mean? Right, right. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I recommend always if you can find someone up close and personable, if you are like 50 and older, because Uh you've got a lot of discrepancies in your body. Okay, you may have past injuries. However, here's the problem. I've worked out with a lot of coaches personally, and I've always gotten injured. My husband's gotten injured. It's just because a lot of times the people working at gyms really don't have the qualifications. They have a certificate. Some of them, every once in a while, will have a bachelor's degree, but their whole thing in the gym is kind of like, okay, let me build muscle for this person. I'm not, not always, but they tend to push you harder than really what your body. They don't have the advanced anatomy. Like my coach has a master's degree as advanced anatomy. He coaches athletes and middle-aged people. He also writes all of my programs for my clients. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I, I need you coming on to my program. He's been with me for a year. I've trained with him for over three years. But I was excited when I could bring him on in my program because all my clients are usually 40s, 50s, and 60s. And so uh-huh. yeah. I don't want anybody getting hurt on my program. And what happens is we also have 
stabilize our muscles, which nobody talks about, but it's so very important. Like your rear delts, they need to be strengthened. There's just certain areas in your body, these stabilizer muscles, which are really important that help keep you moving and functioning. And so it's important. And so if whoever your coach is, it's important that they ask you a lot of questions about your lifestyle, do an assessment on you. I'm onboarding a gal this week. She's joined my program for one-on-one. And so I just sent her the assessment. It's seven exercises because I need to know, and my coach, Teddy, they he needs to know, how does this girl move? Because people always think, oh, I was an athlete. You know, I was so great. You know, and they think they move better and they, they might. It's just there's little things and that will help us build the program perfect for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, a lot of people think that they are very, you know, mobile, but that's what I, it's so important for me. We travel the world as a family 14 weeks a year. And my husband is seven wow. years older than me. And I was like, buddy, you need to be more. I need you mobile, right? It's very important. I'm a functional trainer and it's very important that functionality, it's not a sexy cell. No one really wants to talk about it until they can't move anymore. But once we hit our sixties, mid sixties, everybody I know has kind of said, like my husband is 63. It's like, Oh, getting out of bed in the morning. You know, it's that thing. And especially for guys, they do tend to. They age slower. So they're like menopause. It's like, you know, it's not true. It's, you know, getting older takes 10 years. And most guys aren't really going to complain. They're not, they're not brought up to complain, right? right? Any, any men are our age. And so it's just like, okay, getting older, da da. And they really won't do much about it. Um, they're usually still working, you know, they're very driven in that way. And so they just kind of slowly get, you know, older. And maybe a little bit more immobile before it's too late. And then if they hit 70 and it's like, uh oh, you know, then they start realizing, yeah. but it, it's not too, too late. It's just you really got to hustle then. But again, mm-hmm. you might not have the ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what that also made me think about is, <clears throat> excuse me, is, um, you know, we had what three years of COVID. Mm-hmm. or so, you know, I mean, actually lockdown part of, yeah. right. Life, life changing. I, I mean, um, I'm in Florida, so it really didn't affect us, but yes, the rest of the world, <laughs> apparently it did. <laughs> we were locked down well, for five weeks and that was it, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, my, my gym closed, my husband's gym closed, um, not to come back again. Um, yeah, cl- yes. Know. Yes, totally closed for yeah, forever. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and then you start running around trying to find something else and all of those gyms are closed for the time being. And yes. You know, and so I think there's probably a lot of people who kind of got out of their out of the habit Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. And a lot Um, of women, yes, came into menopause during that time as I did. And so, and now they're struggling because a lot of them did gain 10, 15, 20 pounds for sure. Um, because there's a phenomenon that happens in middle age women mainly stop working out. They stop moving, not even maybe they didn't even work out. They just move less. So getting in Mm -hmm. the quality steps each day, they're not doing that. And so, compiled with menopause and the lack of movement is it's been a real challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I know we, we, we bought weights and a weight bench. Yes. And a, you oh, know, yeah. and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And my husband was much better at, at yeah. using it and, and using the higher weights. I've never gotten up into the higher weights. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably what I need to do. But, um, Anyways, yeah, I just, you know, that's, that to me is kind of like a setup for people to get hurt because then they go back into the gym and think they can just restart where they were. Oh, I was, I was doing 30 pounds. Oh, I was doing 50 pounds. Right. And they try and pick that up and. And they probably can. And so they'll put it down. I mean, the people, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, they would, most people actually probably would especially people our age they like to work out with machines and so Mm -hmm. machines were designed for rehab and can you get hurt on a machine yeah you can but much less than let's say even a dumbbell or a barbell so that would be a good place for someone to start because again either you're going to move the plate for a leg press or not you know and or you know there's every kind of machine Uh and so you have so much back support and different support when you use a machine. Okay. You're usually not going to get, I don't like my clients or me using a lot of machines because it's just because it gives you too much support. You need that torso. You need to stabilize your torso and core. So some machines we have to use, right? Leg extension, leg curl here and there and stuff like Uh that. Prefer to do you know, dumbbells because you can really angle them in different ways so that you're not overusing the same joint. I don't like, you know, I'm a conjugate power lifter. So we use different, different, we use chains on my barbell. I'll do bands. We do different grips. Always mm. all conjugates from the Soviets and makes the strongest people. But in America, we do linear progression. It's the same three sets of 10 to 12. So many of my bodybuilding friends are getting hip replacements now because they've been doing the same movement, kind of like a baseball player, right? Tommy John's doing the same movement. Golfers the same. And a lot of weightlifters that happens too. So you, you want to, if you're doing dumbbells, change your angle a little bit. That will change what your joint is doing. Really important or change to a different attachment. Let's say you're doing some kind of seated row. You could do a rope, you could do a V, you could do a straight bar. There's so many different things, and that changes every angle and joint, okay? The stabilizer, the ligaments, it changes it all so you don't get an overuse injury. Really important, especially at our age. You don't want an overuse injury. You know, oh, my shoulder hurts, my elbow hurts, because you've done something too much usually, okay? Or there's a muscle imbalance. So if you get a shoulder injury, a lot of times, because, you know, it's that rear delt that needs to be strengthened. You do that by band pull-aparts and things like that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like probably if people are interested in getting in better shape as far as all of this is concerned, um, that they really do need to have someone that they can either talk to or train them or or at some level. Yeah, it's good to have the conversation with someone. Um, if you're brand new, if you, you know, and I do get clients that have no idea and they're my age, they've taken decades off. So they forgot everything. Yeah, they are, yeah. you know, 
Um, and so, yeah, to have them on their own program is ideal versus I would not want them just doing any old program. I mean, I do have group programs for girls that they're usually younger and they're used to working out. They just need a workout. It's, it's that type. But if you are really not knowing what to do, then you really need something more personalized because you can get hurt. You know, you can do just yeah. too much. And a lot of women try then to do too much. They'll add the Peloton or they'll go running or something that would be like injurious to them. I always tell my clients, please don't run <laughs> unless you're a runner because the injury, <laughs> I can, you know, get your steps in, you can walk because it will also suppress your appetite and it be a nice thing. And you want movement because we know that people don't in, in general move as much versus let's say when we were kids, we ran all around. And so it's yeah. really good to get that movement in that zone two cardio. It's really beneficial for longevity. Okay. Okay. So when you say zone two, what does that refer to? I'm so that's like you that. can, right. When you're walking or, you know, mainly walking uh-huh. or biking, you carry on a conversation, but you can't sing. Right. So it's a, it's okay. a system that, you know, it's that fat burning. So, but it's a yeah. system that we use the most and you can't outdo you. Like you can't do too many hours of zone two. And uh-huh. so if you follow Dr. Peter Atia or Huberman's lab, they're always talking about different zones. And the zone two is really important for longevity. And so as part being an anti-ager and we are living longer, let's live longer, but like really feel awesome while we're living longer. Yeah. yeah. That's what we yeah. need to do. That's why the movement is so important. Mm. Mm. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, especially as people get older, it's, 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 what's the right word? It's a positive thing, especially if you are married, you know, or living with somebody. I mean, it doesn't matter, same sex or both different sex or whatever, but to have that time, that concentrated time together to talk, whatever, while you're out walking. Sure. You know. I mean, it's kind of like having a a date and you go out and do it while you're walking around. Yeah, very. it's very mind-freeing. I like to walk alone, but that's just me. A lot of my clients do too because it clears their mind, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did. uh, My husband and I walked by ourselves for years and years and years in the last last few years we started going out together. But that's, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, so it's, uh, so that's been, that's been kind of nice. It's kind of different. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 But, um, um, okay. So, so what is, what is your recommendation? Maybe that's not exactly the right word, but, um, for how people, how women, if they want to start to get into this and start building more muscle and no, no, that's not the right way to, but yeah, no. Yeah. You know, to get stronger how, muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Get um, healthier. What, what should they do? What's the best? I mean, go find a gym, go find a trainer first or, you know, what's the, the it really best depends that you on them. Right. Cause a lot okay. of my clients, um, are kind of triggered by gyms. They don't want to go to one initially. So they work out at home. And so like what I do, then I have a nice 
for them banded dumbbell body weight workout because that's their comfort level. Okay. If you are brand, brand new, you don't really need a gym, okay? Because you have to, uh-huh. you have to see your balance, right? How balanced are you? And if you've never been in a gym, you might be, oh, I'm not feel comfortable here, you know? So a lot of women like to start off at home. And, and because I sense. love it when they do transition to a gym, but they already know the movements. Let's say it's taken them three or four months of doing the banded body weight, lightweight dumbbells, which you can pick up, you know, TJ Maxx, cheap, right? Yeah. It's like anywhere. Yeah. And then they have the movement pattern because a lot of gals can't even do a body weight squat correctly. Okay. They might need to lose 30 or 40 pounds that they have, you know, put on through adulthood. And so through diet, very careful diet for them, they start losing that definitely within 10, 12 weeks. They're just, you know, popping off the weight and getting stronger, more confident is what we really want them. So then when they're ready to the gym, if they ever are, some build gyms at home, it's up to them. And then they can now go to heavier dumbbells. That's really that what a gym would be. Let's say you invest at home up to 20 pounds because 20 pound dumbbells, <coughs> because even up to 20 pounds, it's relatively inexpensive. Let's say you have 10 pounds and two months later you get 12, you know, 12.5 pound weights and then okay this is doing pretty well and now I, I'm gonna buy some 15s that sort of thing and so but then after that it's like hmm, I might as well go to the gym now I have 25 pounds and on up plus other apparatus 45 degree back extension things now that this person is now mobile enough to do versus at home initially brand new middle-aged gal probably has serious mobility issues. If you've ne- if all you've ever done your whole life is walk, then we've got to really, yeah. And you would do that anywhere. Working out in person is very expensive. It's hundred bucks. Okay. You're going to go in there and then they will give you a program when you are in front of them. That's it. So then what are you going to do the rest of the five days? Uh, I'm not sure. What am I going to do? Like they just don't know. So unless you're someone like me, who's been in this since I was 17, I don't need a coach. I hire a coach for powerlifting, but I don't need a coach to tell me what to do to work out. Powerlifting, yes, it's totally different. But most people have no idea what to do. They don't have a thousand hours to figure it out. It's too complicated. So that's why online is actually less expensive for sure. And you get a workout every single day. You just pull up on your phone and there's your workout and you go to the gym and do it or your house and do it. And then... You know, someone like me, I also have live training. If you want to, you know, do live, we can do that also. But that's the only thing when you have a trainer at a gym is, you know, it's it's so it's cost prohibitive. I mean, every time I've gone, it was for like a competition, and I pay. I go twice a week. It's two hundred, mm-hmm. you know, eight hundred a month. And again, I'm doing my other thing on my own when I'm not in front of him, but I already know what to do. So some in two days a week. If you have $800, you should do that, <laughs> but but know that he's probably not going to give you any kind of food knowledge because they're just trainers, right? They're not nutritionists. They're not, yeah. they're just really not allowed, especially if they're connected with the gym, they're not allowed to do that. And they usually, I don't know of any trainer that would actually give you a program, who knows, you know, when you're not training with them, because of course, gyms are in it for making money. They're not non-for-profit. And so they want you to be always working out with them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no, that makes that makes that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I know <laughs> I know at the gym that that we started out a few months ago, actually it was towards the end of last year, I guess. Um that, you know, oh, you know, you get one free training session. <laughs> yeah. You know, which I have not done. Yeah, yeah, cuz you um, feel the pressure probably cuz they are really great at sales. <laughs> Yeah, they're really great at sales. I mean, I have friends that do that. Yeah, they're really spectacular. I wanted to hire a couple. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're just so, you know, for a different yeah. business, a brick and mortar business of so my husband's like, oh, my husband would love you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, there's that, that's a gym, right? Because they, uh-huh. yeah, the way they operate. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, at a certain level, that's that's fine because there are people who just walk into a gym and sign up yeah and don't know how to use the machines and can really get hurt yeah if they try and and do that so having somebody you know walk them around and sure. give them a, a starting yes yes and show them how to use the machines to do right. those particular exercises yeah. yeah you know i think I think the gym in some ways is almost doing that to, to protect themselves yeah. as well for starting yeah. out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, especially since they've been trying to get seniors in, you know, they yeah. have such a <laughs> senior rate, <laughs> yeah. but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is interesting. Yeah. I had a trainer for a while, um, before COVID and that was, that that was good. I I enjoyed I enjoyed yeah. doing that. And then COVID hit, and then the gym yeah. closed. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. You just, sorry, you got me me thinking yeah, of yeah. all these different these yeah, different that's okay. things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So do you have? You were talking about a, a. Do you have like something that that people can go to your website and you know, without actually doing a one-on-one to start with some sort of a program or something that people can sign up for? Yeah, sure. I do. So they could go on there. They can always DM me um, on Instagram, Uh barb.hawken, or go on the website, Barb Hawken Wellness, because you can peruse through that. There's different programs. They can always just reach out to me because I love talking to people, right? DMing or, or we're on Facebook too, same Barb Hawk and Wellness. Um, cause it, it's fun. I love helping people. I love giving people advice, learning what their goals are because someone, you always have a goal. It's not that you don't have a goal. It's just trying mm-hmm. to get to that goal, right? And the actionable daily steps without certain triggers getting in your way, mental blocks, which is the number one thing. Okay. It's really just a mental thing talking to someone today in the dms and she was saying oh she doesn't eat enough and now she's thinking that she can't get tone i mean it was you know her tone muscle uh, she said muscle okay. doesn't come on to her and so i went back and i said well yeah because you're not eating enough you know you're not eating enough you don't you know she's but a lot of women don't understand that. She answered her own question, but she didn't understand that. So, yes, you're not going to get the toned muscle if you don't eat enough. However, if you eat enough, don't be scared to get fat. If you actually feed your body enough calories, at least maintenance, you know, mm-hmm. at least 1,700 calories a day, 
then, and you're lifting at least three, if not four or five days a week, then yeah, you will get toned muscle. It's not rocket science. Very not that, it's not that difficult. People think it's difficult because they've watched a lot of social media and they're on there. They get very confused. They eat a lot of fake food, which is very detrimental to your body. And, and then they just stop eating and then they stop working out. But yeah, you can go on my website, Barb Hawk and Wellness, and there's, I have different group programs as well, but it's best is to reach out to me and we'll have a chat. Okay. Okay. So, um, I will make sure that I get your, it looks like it's on your, your one sheet. Um, and you can tell me what, um, or send me the, um, the, Everything, all the socials. Yeah, yeah. And Thank you. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. No problem. And, and I'll, I'll be sure and put it in the show notes so Absolutely. people can go to the show notes and, and find yeah, yeah. out how to get a hold of you. Great. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good. So anything else that you want to talk about or tell people, no. you know, to kind of wrap up what we're, um, I think we've had a really nice discussion. I just, uh, my, my only thing is I would love to see more people really being active. Um, a lot of people want to, then they get, they let daily life get in the way. Well, I mean, I can too, right? It's like, oh, I want to get up and work out and then busy household of six people and my business. And then it's five o'clock. It's like, oh man, now I got to get ready for dinner, right? It happens. So yeah. the best thing is, I hate to say it and no one wants to be a super early person just get up and get it done right unless you know oh i'm gonna do it at two o'clock if, if you can and because once you get in that habit of doing it even gosh setting out your gym clothes the night before getting your water bottle just being all there and getting those actual steps because you will feel so much better it doesn't take that long not only to work out but also to start feeling better I get women within the first week because I've changed their diet, right? They're so bloated and they're no longer bloated. They're starting to see changes already because Mm -hmm. of what we're doing. That eggs them on, okay, to want to do more. The more they do it, the the quicker the results. And that's, that's what you want. Yeah. No, that, that's, um, absolutely, (laughs) you know, and so much of that has to do with diet as well. A lot of, a lot is diet, yes, for sure, as we get older. Um, and I go over that. A lot of people, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do eat very well. They just don't eat enough protein. That's usually what I find, right? They get tripped up sometimes with a lot of protein shakes and stuff, so I want them to eat real yeah. food. But mainly, it's if you're an athlete, then you need to be eating at least one gram of protein per day. If you're not an athlete, meaning if you don't do any kind of exercise, then you don't really need it. But you will lose muscle because your body will take what it needs to supply it to the brain. That's the number one thing. And so if you are not constantly, consistently putting protein into your body every few hours, then your body will absolutely take what it needs and it will take from muscle for sure. And that's why you'll see, especially as we're older, that lack of muscles happening anyway, because of the hormones are so low in women and men also in men. Um, oh, yeah. So it's troubling. It's a challenge. Yeah. 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 Oh no, absolutely. And I think for so long as well, protein 
had a had, kind of had a bad name, you know, a bad rap with having yeah, well, to, the red you know, the red the, meat the, did for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and so that's yeah. We're the best. And the amount of calories, right? And the amount of calories. Well, we need the calories, even though. But in the nineties, but yeah, I'm just saying it's. Yeah, because it's not necessarily true. Right, was everything was low calorie and fat free? That then we all became skinny, right? And that skinny culture, which we're trying to get away from, because most of my clients, when they come to me, they don't eat enough, and it's very. And I didn't for I. For yeah. a long time. And that is really causing them, yeah, especially to have <clears throat> belly fat, even though they're thin. It's just because they don't eat enough. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. Our, our bodies are, are quite uh, amazing. In, yes. In the way they react to things. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, well that's um that's good and like I say for for everyone listening, I'll put all of Barb's information into the show notes, so be sure and check that out. Um and and you can go to her website that you can find even without yes. my show notes, sure. which is barbhockenwellness.com and that's H A W K E N for Hawken. Right, my maiden so name. <laughs> ah okay okay yeah. just in case you had forgotten right <laughs> yeah I just love it I love my yeah I love my name <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's okay I never changed mine so I oh okay still, there you go yeah yeah you know yeah. <laughs> not a problem mm-hmm. so okay well I will end this as I do with all of my uh, <laughs> podcasts which is that Neither of us are medical doctors, and this is not to be seen or taken as medical advice. And with that, I will just say that I will see everybody next week. And thank you, Barb, for being on the uh, on the program. Thank you so much. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.